Hey there, everyone. Before we start the show, we here at Popcorn for Dinner want to give a big shout out to our good friend and illustrator, Kyle Kedzik, for helping us celebrate making it to 40 episodes with some uh, brand new custom artwork, which is now up on all of our social media accounts. We love it. We hope you love it. And if you're looking for some new custom artwork for your business or project, you can look him up on Facebook at Kyle Kedzik or even drop him a line at kylekedzik at gmail.com. That's K-Y-L-E-K-E-D-Z-U-C-H at gmail.com. for dinner this is jeff and kelly week three of jean-claude van damme month brings us uh surprisingly another movie where he plays twins didn't really know that just happened to see that this one was on netflix mm-hmm. like searching for uh available jean-claude movies and uh when I saw this one involved twins too i was like <laughs> oh geez okay we're gonna have to do this uh, and uh, it is surprisingly a trip back into relative normalcy. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It felt like, oh, there we that's a movie. Mm-hmm. That's a movie that I can follow. <laughs> <laughs> Even if it was still fairly confusing at times as well. Yeah. Um, but the uh, the movie that we are talking about this week is the 1996 American action thriller film maximum risk one of those <laughs> hilarious titles that means nothing yeah like what what is the maximum risk in this movie i guess like I guess. who takes the maximum risk <laughs> in this movie i would say the cab driver yeah but <laughs> that's yeah. A, a for some reason i don't feel the movie is titled after him um <laughs> it, it was funny i was looking up that it did have other names it was originally called the exchange which okay. is like okay, yeah, like, yeah, exchanging the two guys, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. and then apparently they thought that was too subtle, <laughs> so they went they went to Bloodstone, which like okay, I guess what? blood and you know brothers, but yeah. I don't know what the stone part is that has got nothing to do with it. Yeah, and then they just settled on Maximum Risk, I assume because it sounds like a Jean Claude movie. Yeah, like oh yeah, no yeah, I definitely would go see that, mm-hmm. and it is surprisingly. Uh, like compared to the last two movies, which, you know, uh, obviously knock off having that like super hardcore Hong Kong action movie vibe, mm-hmm. double impact, uh, taking place in Hong Kong and having, <laughs> you know, uh, a little bit of that, but not nearly as much as yeah. knock off. Um, this one feels incredibly Western, which is hilarious because it's the first American film by famed Hong Kong director Ringo Lam. So it's like it still is related to Hong Kong, despite the fact that it doesn't take place yeah. in Hong Kong this time. Uh, I just find that absolutely hysterical. How what is it completely intertwined his career is with Hong Kong? It's like, it's so great. <laughs> it's that is insanity to me. Like I just, I mean, I, they make action flicks, and I mean, apparently, according to the trivia I read, it was his, it was Jean Claude's idea to have this guy direct this movie. So it's like. <laughs> 
Okay, like okay. this will be his first American movie. It'll be with me. It'll be serious. Because mm-hmm. uh, it's very much a much more serious movie than the oh, other yeah. ones. Uh, and this one I felt could have uh, could have been played by almost any action movie leading man in the 90s mm-hmm. and been the exact same movie. Oh, yeah. Which I was just a tiny bit disappointed in. Like, I was kind of <laughs> hoping there would be some more... Jean-Claude. Yeah, like real Jean-Claude stuff. Yeah, yeah. And there wasn't as much as I really thought there would be that, like, at least that transcended your typical mm-hmm. sort of action movie thing. Like, the the sequence when he jumps, like, at the very beginning, when he jumps and lands on that, like, uh, the, the balcony hanging mm-hmm. off the building and everything. Yeah. There's so many cuts... And there's yeah. so many times where you don't see the person's face that you're like, you know, it, this could have been done with a lot of stunt double. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, there's not as much like, oh, shit, look at what Jean-Claude just did yeah. in this movie, uh, which is a little bit of a bummer because it's like, that's, yeah. that's what you get him for. <laughs> but like this, I, I could see, you know, Bruce Willis in this role, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Keanu Reeves, you know, like <laughs> any 90s action yeah. movie guy. <laughs> Could have been this guy, Christian Slater. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it doesn't really matter. The only thing is that it's like part of it is set in France. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, they would have just changed that. Yeah. <laughs> like, it wouldn't have been necessary. You just yeah. change it to something else and then continue with the exact same movie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but the plot of this movie, and it was what kind of grabbed me when I saw it just because it was like, wait a minute, twins. Because the plot, at least according to IMDb, is uh, while seeking answers regarding the death of the twin brother he never knew he had, a French cop and his sibling's fiance find themselves pursued by corrupt FBI agents and the Russian mafia. Yes, they do. Yes. Very much so. This is like so straightforward mm-hmm. you know what i mean there's there's nothing going on <laughs> underneath you know and not necessarily in like a, an insulting way but just like this movie knows exactly what it is yeah it's one of those movies that has the russian mob in it yeah. and uh, corrupt <laughs> fbi agents you know what i mean like that sounds like the synopsis to a movie that you hear on a tv show mm-hmm. when they're talking about a movie they're gonna go see yeah. like, oh it's got the russian mob <laughs> fucking fbi jean-claude's in it like yeah no absolutely it's kind of like the most it's it's just straightforward yeah essentially the movie is you know it's it's the the journey of uh elaine which is the french jean-claude mm-hmm. uh it's his journey figuring out who this brother was mm-hmm. you know because he's a cop in france uh in this guy you know it's, it's just jean-claude at the beginning running yeah. through the streets you know like getting chased by those two guys mm-hmm. uh you know you figure which one it is if you know the plot of it you know it's yeah. like, oh one of them dies and then the other one sees him so i'm assuming this is a guy who's gonna die yeah and he has a big whole action movie chase sequence, <laughs> that fucking hilarious bit where he's driving that like fruit cart and somehow yeah. is outrunning a car. Yeah. Like it's I... so hysterical <laughs> watching it like, like those things never need to go that fast. There's no way. There's no way. Also, it has three wheels. I highly doubt that it is doing the things that this movie is saying it's doing. <laughs> it's totally absurd. Yeah. I just had so many questions about but it's I I guess all my questions come from the fact that I like didn't really like grow up watching action movies. Uh-huh. And it's just me 
like questioning action movie physics and logic <laughs> and i need to just stop doing that oh i mean at the end of that sequence i actually i wrote a note because of how funny it was that the like ridiculous action stunt of him like going off whatever the fuck like a ramp or something mm -hmm. and flying through the air and smashing through somebody's windshield yeah and then he was dead and yeah. it's like oh wow that's actually surprising for yeah. an action movie <laughs> normally that's something they're just like oh oof, i got a little <laughs> cut on my forehead from going through that entire windshield from 40 feet away honestly the funniest thing about that whole like setup because knowing the plot of the movie knowing that it's like he doesn't know about this brother mm -hmm. and all that. It felt like the movie playing a trick on us when <laughs> when it shows uh, uh, it shows um, essentially American Jean Claude yeah. dead and it like goes right in up to his face like oh there he is. he's totally dead mm -hmm. and then it cuts to French Jean Claude at a funeral yeah dropping flowers into a grave and i'm like i thought he didn't know about him yeah what the fu what is going on here <laughs> like this is the most ridiculous thing and then his partner sebastian rolls in mm -hmm. i loved sebastian mm -hmm. i wrote later in my notes i was like he is too good to survive this movie i fear for him <laughs> <laughs> um but Sebastian rolls in and then he's like, I need to show you something it takes him to the crime scene into the ambulance where the dead jean-claude is and i was like Oh my God! There was a completely different funeral he was at. And the movie, it, the movie had to know <laughs> that yeah. it was doing that. Like it, it yeah. really makes it seem like he's at his funeral. Mm -hmm. And then to show up, like, oh wait, no, there's the corpse. Like, yeah. what the who's fucking funeral? And it's like some other cop, whatever. Who cares? I thought it was absolutely hysterical because, like, they, you know, they show him. They have a couple of little clues, you know, like, oh, he had a key to a hotel or something like that. Yeah, because they go to a hotel and he yeah. pretends to be him. So it's like he had some stuff on him or whatever that they could start, you know, mm -hmm. trying to figure out who this identical Jean-Claude is. Yeah. <laughs> and I just thought it was so funny realizing, like, because at that point, you don't know anything about him either. You just see right. him running through the streets and then he dies and then they show him dead. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I wonder Which, where. When oh. they when they showed at the very beginning that him running through the streets took place in south of France. Uh-huh. I was like, wait, so they like live near each other? <laughs> yeah, they live down the block from each other, never they, saw each other. Like, yeah. Everyone in the neighborhood thinks they're one guy. Mm -hmm. uh, but like I, that that was something I was like, okay, so I, I wonder what this other Jean-Claude's deal is. Mm -hmm. And when they mentioned that he came from New York, I was like, how convenient that American Jean-Claude died before he had the chance to have to speak like somebody from New York. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like the living Jean-Claude yeah. is from France, so we're cool. Yeah. Dead Jean-Claude. There is a bit later in the movie that I thought was hysterical where they finally sort of like reveal mm -hmm. the, the American Jean-Claude in a way. And I was like, oh, my God, that must have taken so long <laughs> to do <clears throat> if that is Jean-Claude's voice yeah. at all, which it, it, I'm sure it is. But it was just very I'm, funny. To I'm me. not 100 <laughs> percent convinced that it is. It was I, pretty good. That was something I thought actively during that scene. Like, this is this. I don't they think. They got the closest guy. Yeah, they got someone that sounds like him but can actually do an American accent. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what I did really dig about the movie, though, like considering how uh, convoluted so many mystery <laughs> stories can get 
and like leaving things and like, you know, just taking forever to get to something. Mm -hmm. I liked the fact that it just basically like cut to that one scene with him and his mom. And it's just like, so you had twins. And she's like, yep. Yeah. (laughs) You know, it was just like straight. You know, there wasn't like any fucking around with it. It's just like I was sick when I had you. I couldn't like feed both of you. Mm -hmm. And a lawyer came to help out and took the one that wasn't crying Mm -hmm. to go live somewhere else to have a good life. And you stayed here and like, it was just like, Oh, awesome. Cool. So we got the whole thing out of the way right there. We don't have to deal anymore with the mom or any of that stuff. We get the story check. Yeah. And, and also it just, it, it does the, the like economical thing of like, okay, so now there's another person added to the story, this lawyer. Mm -hmm. So if he wants to find where his brother went, he has to go to the lawyer. So like, it's just, okay, boom, getting the ball rolling. Yeah. It seemed like there wasn't as much to gather. Yeah, I mean, definitely. This one was much more streamlined. Mm -hmm. There were a few things later, I feel, that I had some questions about. Like, once, once the deals with his brother's like secret list started happening i was like wait a minute what exactly is any of this yeah i think i got the gist of it Mm -hmm. uh we'll we'll talk it out and see if we can uh see if we can like make sense of it yeah uh but i did love that it was like all right we're off to see the lawyer Mm-hmm. To track down his brother's adoptive family, like I'm, uh, I'm with this, yeah. and they fucking get there, and the office is on fire. Yeah, I was like, oh my god, this is not like <laughs> this. This movie is not holding anything back. Yeah, it's just like okay, so now people are definitely have just been firebombed. Yeah. And and now there's a, a big <laughs> bruising dude, uh, like the Blondie. bad guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wrote Blondie a couple of times, too. Um, but like the bad guy who's mm-hmm. there who clearly like did something. Yeah. Uh, but I, I only say clearly, though, because he looks like a movie bad guy. Mm-hmm. And that really felt like all uh, Elaine and Sebastian <laughs> had to go off of. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like they showed up, they get in that elevator, they go up. They happen to see a guy who just looks surly. Well, As they're and going was, like, through, staring at them. Well, I mean, still though, like, it's a, he's a guy. He can look where he wants to. Like, it's just he's a big, mean-looking guy. Mm-hmm. And the elevator <laughs> goes up past them. The fucking office is on fire. People are screaming. All this stuff's going on, and they're like, "The man from the elevator." And it's like, that's profiling. Yeah. That dude has. There's no reason to have suspected him other than like he looks like. Yeah. A bad guy. Yeah. Like he's a suspect, <laughs> but he's I mean, not guess, necessarily yeah. top of the list. Yeah. Like, like don't just draw your weapon on him. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure they will. Uh, and then there's this big giant uh, backdraft, which I was like, guys, have, <clears throat> have you not seen that movie? Like when you see the doors and the smoke coming out, and then they mm-hmm. run up and they start kicking the door open, you're yeah. like, wait. That's not how that works. I, I understand was, you're cops oh. and not firefighters, but you'd think there would be a little bit of common knowledge there. Yeah. <laughs> it, I was internally screaming. Yeah. I mean, at the very least, I was glad that it actually kind of happened, that they got yeah. like chased out by a big fireball. Where it was like, okay, at least the movie isn't like giving people the wrong idea <laughs> of like, if you want to be a hero, make sure you go in yeah. and kick the door down. Like, no, no, don't do that. <laughs> Um, one thing that did confuse me in that scene, though, is like, so the office is on fire. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's people in there. Clearly, uh, the lawyer is dead. Uh, I don't re- I don't recall if they like show like, oh, there he is on the floor over there. I don't remember. But it's clear that that guy's probably dead because that's who they came for. Mm-hmm. And there's that other lady in that other office that's on fire. 
And Jean-Claude runs in. Yeah. And she like tweaks out and just hands him the adoption papers he's there looking for. Yeah. And I didn't understand why that happened. Like why that lady saw him and was like, here, this is what you like. How does she know what he's there for? They literally got there and the office was on fire. They didn't have an appointment. Apparently, Mikhail (laughs) had already been there. Okay, that's what the deal was with her? I I guess, yeah. Okay, because she seemed to just assume he was a bad guy and give him the adoption papers, which just seemed odd to me that it like for for it to be for Mikhail, because it's like those are his adoption papers. Like, like, why would he come to this office to steal those? He he knows who raised him. (laughs) What does he need the papers for? I, I think he was trying to get his mom's address, probably. Okay, they didn't really go into that. That would be my assumption. Okay. Yeah, either way. So she just hands it over to him. He takes it. Like, I found it hysterical that the thing he needed was literally just shoved into his arms. Mm-hmm. Like, here, take it. <laughs> Get on to the next thing. Like, okay, thank you, crazy lady. Um, and then there's the huge fight in the middle of the fire yeah. with the big blonde bad guy. Of course. Uh, which ends with him, like, kicking him into a room that is completely on fire. Mm-hmm. And I was like, holy shit, that was brutal. That dude's totally dead. Yep. Uh, the fact that he shows up later in the movie barely looking worse for wear. Mm-hmm. Like, I think he had a little bit of makeup on his neck to, like, look, like, kind of red. Yeah, like, like it got kind of burned. to, like, his cheekbone sort of area. Yeah, that little area. And it was like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. He, like, dropkicked him through a flaming door into a flaming office and then just bailed. Like, there mm-hmm. was no... <laughs> How did he just like, oh, geez, it's just a little burn. Yeah. I'm okay, though. I was like, that dude should be totally dead. I don't understand why he's not completely crispy when he shows up again later. (laughs) Yeah, no idea. He should be all bandages. (laughs) So, you know, now that he has the information, he knows that his brother, Mikhail, was going to be flying back to New York. Yeah. And so Elaine is like, well, I'm just going to go as him i'm gonna take Mm -hmm. all of his identifying stuff yeah and i'm gonna fly back there and i'm gonna try and figure out why he got killed Mm -hmm. um which i find kind of funny because of the fact that like him getting killed was like an accident you know what i mean like those dudes were chasing him but it seemed like they wanted to catch him yeah. Because if they wanted to kill him, they could have killed him when he was hanging off of that balcony. Yeah. They could have just pulled a gun and poof, got him and left. Yeah. So it's like they wanted to catch him, and his death at the end of it was a complete accident. Mm-hmm. So it's really funny, like, and uh, kind of like a misdirect almost. Yeah. Where it's like he's going to go and try to figure out why his brother was killed. And it's like, mm-hmm. really, nobody wanted to kill him yet. Like, I think Ooh. the mafia wanted to. Well, one of them, yeah, Yvonne, yeah, wanted to, but that was a completely different under the table, nobody else knew about kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So it's like him coming to find out why he got killed. It's like you're not going to find any answers because nobody was trying to kill him. Yeah. In fact, most of the people that you're about to meet don't know he's dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like it's just a sort of silly thing. Was it the corrupt FBI agents chasing Mikhail at the beginning? At the beginning? Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. I. It somehow like just put that together. <laughs> no, yeah, like, that was totally oh, them. shit. That's yeah. They well, that, did want to just catch him. So yeah, all right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and he has this little speech, Jean Claude. Like he's got a little monologue that I think he gives to Sebastian 
about like why he wants to do this Mm -hmm. and like why he's like basically putting himself undercover in a like in and not a real investigation really yeah like he is it's not like he's going undercover and has contact with his handlers and stuff like he's Mm -hmm. literally just going to go live as a russian gangster for a while (laughs) and try to figure some stuff out Mm -hmm. you know and like why would i mean i guess that's the maximum risk i I guess (laughs) the title or whatever (laughs) uh but like it it did seem a little weird like that's i mean you just learned about him like i I get it like i mean i get i get that i don't get it you know what i mean like (laughs) Mm -hmm. i do not have a twin that i know of and if Mm -hmm. one showed up i don't know how i would react necessarily yeah but this idea that he like owes his brother a like life debt you know what i mean he's like he made a sacrifice without even knowing Mm -hmm. by going here going to new york and getting mixed up in all these you know with these gangsters and stuff like that could have just as easily been me yeah so therefore i need to do that i don't know it it was like at least he's got principles i guess yeah i just don't necessarily have as much of a like (laughs) it's not quite the like oh yeah that's the only choice you know what i mean it's like it could be like you know what let's let all of our police apparatuses do their things Mm -hmm. both here and in america and then when it's all figured out then we'll get the big story yeah no real reason to get yourself in the middle of it at the moment i don't know um so he just did that he's going to america Mm -hmm. and then he gets to fucking new york and meets like the one cabbie who uh is just like such a fucking freak lunatic Mm -hmm. who will like do favors for you for no reason like the one dude who's apparently only doing this like for fun and and can like take breaks and go do whatever he wants for a while Mm -hmm. you know like (laughs) the fact that like you know he's talking to him he's talking about he's gonna be a novelist he's got this book he's writing and he wants to use his story and all this craziness Mm -hmm. and then at the end of the scene he just out of nowhere mentions that he can find anything yeah. As though he thinks that Jean-Claude like needs like drugs or something. Like I that, uh, that's yeah, the I only know. that's the only thing I could think of that someone would be like, "Hey, I can get you stuff if you need stuff." Like nobody's going to be like, "Oh my god, could you give me some mouthwash? That would be great." Like yeah. no, they want drugs. So the fact that that dude says that and Jean-Claude is like, "Uh, find Alex Bohemia." Cuz that was a clue. That was a name that was on a mm-hmm. piece of paper that that Mikhail had. And the dude's like, well, at first he says, like, how the hell am I supposed to find Alex Bohemia? And then Jean-Claude says the line back to him that the cabbie had said, which was, I could find a penguin in a sandstorm, which is just like, that doesn't (laughs) that doesn't mean anything that I like. What are you trying to get across with that statement? Yeah, I don't like they don't they're not. What? sandy looking so they would probably stand out even in a snowstorm or in a sandstorm yeah <clears throat> so what what are you talking about dude <laughs> this dude's off his chain yeah uh but then he just does go and try to find him he's like an instant like ride or die cabbie yeah, really he's like you are immediately my best friend mm-hmm. and it's kind of sad yeah <laughs> <laughs> and so he uh he heads to i don't even know where he gets Oh, I guess that's where he lived, isn't it, Mikhail? Because uh, I'm trying to figure out how he got the information to go to that place where he meets with that old black guy. Who yeah, was that like, would be 
Because, I, I mean, the, the, I don't know. Yeah, the, there was a little bit of story and stuff in there where it was like he had parents mm-hmm. that he lived with who were like Russians. Yeah, they and were like. Th- and then they moved to New York. Mm-hmm. And then his parents like dipped. I don't remember. There was yeah. something about how it was like, and then his parents were gone, so it was just him. Yeah. And then he was like kind of raised by this guy. Yeah. That that uh, that that it was like a boys' home sort of situation. Was that what it, it was? Okay, because like... it just seemed like a dude in the neighborhood, and Although, I was like, wow, maybe it... <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I was just wondering how uh, Elaine got so lucky that he happened to just randomly run into a guy who's like, oh, by the way, I have several of your brother's personal belongings here. Mm-hmm. You just happen to run into me. First yeah. fucking minute you're here. Isn't that, isn't that crazy, man? It's the cabbie, man. He's, yeah, he he's took him good. to exactly where he needed to go. Uh, and then, you know, because he, he gets like uh, he gets accosted by some thugs who want to beat him up for being a chump. Mm-hmm. Which was like such the like, yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure they were calling him a chump. That's yeah. what they would definitely have called him. Uh, and then the, the other guy's like, oh, everybody's supposed to be scared of you. And it's like, oh, okay, so he is someone. Like, we don't mm-hmm. really know, but that's like the first clue that, like, okay, Mikhail, his brother, was someone kind of nasty, someone mm-hmm. kind of, you know, uh, part of something yeah. dark and, and bad. And that's when he gives him that big info dump about his parents and mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. And then he gets mixed up with the Russian mob. And now he's in the mob. And now mm-hmm. he's like a high-ranking dude in the mob. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently that one dude whose name I completely forget because I completely Dimitri? Re- was Yeah. The old Dimitri, guy? Yeah. Apparently that guy kind of took him in. Because mm-hmm. throughout the movie they talk about how he was like a son to him mm-hmm. and whatever. So it's like, okay. So he like got in real good. With the mob. Yeah. And rose up in the ranks. Mm-hmm. And now they wanted to kill him. Somebody wanted to kill him. You guys getting uh, chased. Was it Amon? Ivan. Ivan. So Ivan was either Dimitri's actual son or also like a son. Yeah, they mentioned that later. So it seems like that was the motive was Dimitri's just like, fuck you. You mean Ivan? Uh, yes. Yeah, I mean, because at the end of the movie, the bad, the 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 like second in command bad guy, who I thought was the big bad guy until mm-hmm. <laughs> until they introduced uh, Dimitri, who isn't actually a bad guy. Just, yeah, not just really. Wanted to I mean, talk to Mikhail. Surely, probably a bad guy, but yeah. not really the bad guy of the movie, right? Um, because Ivan stages that like bloody coup towards the end of the movie and mm-hmm. takes the fuck over. Uh, which I actually thought was pretty dope. Yeah. And kind of like, uh, like, oh, well, okay, here we go. Uh, so that's when he finds out that the the Bohemia is a nightclub. And so it's not that he's looking for somebody named Alex <laughs> Bohemia. Yeah. But he's looking for somebody named Alex at the nightclub Bohemia. Yeah. Uh, which is apparently the place where all the mobsters hang out. And I, I guess. <laughs> and he shows up. And I was just like, I didn't understand what his plan was. Because he, like, shows up everywhere he goes. He never announces himself as anybody else. Yeah. He just shows up places and is like, someone will assume that I am my brother. Mm -hmm. And then I will just wing it from there, apparently. That seems to be his entire plan. Yep. 
which seems like a really bad plan. I agree. Because uh, <laughs> it's like he's going undercover, but he can never actually be undercover because he's always someone else. Mm-hmm. Like he could never go in and like uh, stake out a place. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or like case the <laughs> joint or like check out what's going on. Because as soon as he's in there, people are going to be like, hey, it's you. You know what I mean? He could mm-hmm. never just hang out anywhere. Yeah. So it's like this seems just bad news all together. Yeah. Uh, but also just like waltzing into this place as Mikhail mm-hmm. after he after you think he's been killed by someone <laughs> more so accidentally died. But mm-hmm. you think he's been killed. So it's like you don't know that these people aren't the ones who did it. Seriously. So you're just going to be like, and I'm just going to head right in here. And if they fucking see you and they know that Mikhail is dead, I can't imagine what will happen. Here. Yeah. Like, that will just wind, like, it'll just be somebody going, like, well, make double sure. Yeah. And then he's fucking dead. Like, I, I didn't understand how he how he planned to, like, proceed. Yeah. You know, that it wasn't just going to be, like, a bunch of gunfights immediately as soon as he mm-hmm. showed up. Uh, but he gets lucky enough that his brother's fiance finds him, like, drags him away from where all the gangsters are, like, looking at him, like, what the fuck is he doing here? Drags him out into, like, the, the some back area. Kisses him a whole bunch. Mm-hmm. He doesn't say a word. Nope. <laughs> he just lets it happen. Yep. Uh, and then she tells him to like go back to the hotel and she'll meet him there. And he never should have come here. Yeah. And all that kind of stuff. So it's like, yeah, terrible choice. Way to go, guy. Mm-hmm. Just getting people in trouble. Uh, and she gives him the key. And then is that when there's, yeah, there's the fight. She gives him the key. They kiss some more. She sends him out the back door. He goes mm-hmm. out the back door and a bunch of the gangsters are there but this is like the low tier of the gangsters yeah these guys suck i wrote cowardly gangsters try to kill mikhail (laughs) because they are all cowards and i hate them i hated that bald gangster guy he was i hated him so much i hate that character Mm -hmm. that like cowardly dopey gangster guy who screws the things up and and the the big guy yells at him Mm -hmm. because he's so dumb like, maybe don't have dipshits like that in your crew yeah. and things will run smoother. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's so fucking ridiculous. I hate that kind of character so much. And the fact that he wasn't killed right away and got to show up several more times mm-hmm. to look like a dope mm-hmm. and, like, fall all over the place and get embarrassed. <laughs> it was like, what are we doing here? Why is this literal clown <laughs> hanging out in this movie? There's no need for this. Uh, but there's a little bit of uh, a Jean-Claude fight scene there where he does some, like, kicks and, mm, you know, yeah. throwing people around and stuff. So you get a little taste of it. Mm-hmm. But he kind of just beats the shit out of them and they run away all scared. Yeah. <laughs> um, <clears throat> oh, then, no, no, no. And the cab driver. And then the cabbie rolls up. Yeah, the cabbie rolls up somehow knowing that he's there. Yeah. Like, I guess he also tracked down the fact that there's a, <laughs> a bar called Bohemia. <laughs> Because he wasn't there for that, you know, like it wasn't yeah. like he was in like it wasn't like uh, uh, Elaine was in the cab when he learned that Bohemia was a nightclub. Mm-hmm. So it seems like he was like, hey, find Alex Bohemia for me. And he's like, OK. And he went and did a whole lot of research on his own, his own time, didn't take any fares. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just wasted a bunch of gas <laughs> just to also show up there at the exact same time to save him <laughs> yeah. from the gangsters so that he can jump in and uh, and get driven to safety. And I thought that was absolutely hilarious. But he was also apparently sitting around long enough to see some of the fight yeah. to then comment on it. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then he gives him a bunch of money and is just like, hey, take the night off. Like, go home. Thanks mm-hmm. a lot for all of that. Go home and work on your novel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I, I wrote, uh, I wrote, yeah, there's no way that's the last we see of that cabbie. Mm-hmm. I knew that he was coming back. I was like, mm-hmm. there's no, he is his buddy now. Yep. So uh, that's totally going to happen. The next scene was the the big bad guy tortures his underling scene. Yes. Because the, the bald guy did badly. And mm-hmm. he's like, 10 minutes. I ask you to hold him here for 10 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> 10 minutes is not a long time. Yeah. <laughs> they, what do they even do to him? I don't remember. They, they, were, they were choking him because that's when he was asking, how oh, long can you yeah, hold your yeah. breath? Yep, yep, yep. That's right. Uh, and at that moment, I was like, oh, will they kill him? And they yeah. don't. Like, oh, guys. Well, because he started just talking. Just kill him. I know, but like Because they asked who he, oh, who right. Mikael was talking who to. Who Mikael was talking to. And, mm-hmm. and of course, at that exact moment is when Alex walks in the room to give him his drink mm-hmm. so that he can point at her. Yeah. <laughs> and say, it was her. And then he threatens to de-prettify her face mm-hmm. if she's lying to him. Yeah. Uh, and then that was the moment where I realized I wrote <laughs> word for word. I wrote, oh, man, Jean-Claude is going to fuck his brother's girl, isn't he? <laughs> like, I, it, uh, for some reason in the in these scenes, because he the, sorry, <laughs> got a little ahead of myself in terms of the scene, because that's what I wrote. But it's for the scene mm-hmm. when she shows up at the hotel and is, he's in the yeah, room across the hall. Yeah, and he's in the room across the hall. At first, I didn't understand that move, and I wrote down a note about it, and then I clicked, knocked it out because I realized I was like, "Oh, actually, no. Movie is smarter than me right now." Yep. They're like, you get the room across the hall because he knows bad guys are gonna come for him, mm-hmm. and they're gonna go to that room, and he'll be in the other room, and everything will be cool. Yeah. So I was like, okay, good move, movie. <laughs> but he gets her into the other room, and you know, she immediately starts kissing him again. Mm-hmm. I wrote another. I, I like the fact is they make out enough. That I had the time to write a note about how weird it is that they keep making out and he's not telling her anything. Mm-hmm. And then he reveals, like, yeah. by the way, I'm not who you think I am. You only got one note in. <laughs> oh, yeah. I got three. <laughs> uh, the first one is just, when is he going to tell her? <laughs> this is so wrong, was the second note. Yeah. Third one, come on, man, you got to tell her the truth. She thinks you're someone else. Yeah, and he's dead. Mm-hmm. It's not even like, hey, mm-hmm. he'll be back, though. This was a funny little trick. <laughs> it's like, oh, by the way, you think you're looking at him right now, mm-hmm. but you will never see him again. Yeah. <laughs> like, that is so <laughs> fucked up. Yeah. And the movie doesn't ever really, like, grapple with that. She's just kind of like, oh, wow, he's dead, huh? Yeah. And it's like, I can kind of get like being inured to that if you're in the like mob area mm, yeah. and adjacent to that kind of stuff where it's just like oh man mm-hmm. terrible things will happen but you can't necessarily be surprised yeah but the fact she's just like yeah okay well i yeah. guess i'm with you now yeah like <laughs> it's like that's it's, how it works yeah right, right? It, it literally would be like losing something that you had for a long long time and then immediately finding another identical one mm-hmm. and just being like, um, I'm going to put all of my like <laughs> emotions about this thing that I lost mm-hmm. into you, the new one yeah. <laughs> that hasn't experienced any of that. <laughs> but to me, it's like it's the same one. It's OK if I call you Mikhail, right? <laughs> like that is going to happen. Oh, absolutely. And they better be prepared for that. <laughs> They're probably not. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, yeah, that was the note. <laughs> they come to kill him, and I wrote the note about, like, wait, big blonde guy isn't burnt to a crisp? 
He yeah. just like gets out of the car and he's fine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's like, wasn't that like yesterday? <laughs> like not <laughs> even not even like enough time Maybe to recuperate. Two days ago. And in France. Yep. So he escaped the fire in France. His wounds were fine. He flew here to the United States, probably in discomfort, mm-hmm. but apparently okay. Yeah. And came to do this. Like, that's the hysterical part. Like, wait a minute. A plane ride? He had a yes. plane ride covered in burns? <laughs> that must have sucked. Bullshit. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and they chase him over the rooftops. And I wrote terrible shots, these gangsters. Mm-hmm. Like guys who apparently use guns all the time to yep. <laughs> shoot and kill and all that. They are horrible. Yeah. Uh, because Alex and <laughs> Elaine are literally like five feet in front of them at one point, And there's mm-hmm. like three of them shooting at once and nobody gets hit. Yeah. Unbelievable. <laughs> apparently they never learned how to move and shoot at the same time. Yeah, no. Uh, and then they chase through a strip club real quick. Of course, because you're in New York. Yeah, and then they come out of the strip club into the street, mm-hmm. and the cabbie shows up. I wrote, oh, so New York is two square blocks, right? Because yeah. <laughs> somehow this fucker is here again <laughs> to save them uh, and, and pick them up into the cab. And they... Unless, did either of us consider, is he stalking? Jean-Claude. <laughs> I mean, like that is that is possible. Because that doesn't the, make him any less story? insane. <laughs> I mean, it at least gives it a reason. Okay. It's the insanity's still there, but at least now there's some reasoning to it. I don't think that matters. No. Nope. It's just insane. <laughs> um and then there is a moment where I thought that the movie was doing something really dumb. Mm-hmm. And then it did something slightly less dumb. Like it <laughs> still wasn't great because I was like, mm, but at the same time, because there's that one shot, they get into the cab mm-hmm. and there's a dude chasing them and he's got like a fully automatic gun. Mm-hmm. And he basically just sticks it right through the passenger side window and like sprays mm-hmm. into the cab. And then the cab takes off and drives away. Yeah. And I was like, okay action movie like what the fuck like what did that did the did the actor miss his mark on that yeah he wasn't supposed to shoot like aim it in the direction where it totally would have hit people yeah (laughs) and you're just playing it off like all of them missed or something like that's insane they're blanks yeah whatever the yeah it's a diehard two scenario yeah and uh, and then they're driving for a while, and then it shows the cabbie, and he like looks down to his gut, and he's holding his hand there, and I was like, oh holy shit, he did get hit, yeah. and it's like one bullet, yeah. and I was like, okay, look, realistically, that cabbie ate like thirty bullets to the face, mm-hmm. based on where that gun was aimed. Oh yeah, but I am giving the movie props for actually killing him though. Yeah, and nobody cares. <laughs> There's one line later. Mm-hmm. Where Jean-Claude says that cabbie didn't need to die. Yeah. And that is it. Yep. It was like a man died in your arms. Yep. A man who literally said <clears throat> that like driving around and thinking about his novel and working was better than ever going home. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, okay, so this is the saddest man in New York. Yeah. And he found someone who actually talked to him mm-hmm. in Jean-Claude. And liked him so much that he helped him, and that got him killed. Yep. And that is so tragic and sad. And the fact that it's just like, anyway, <laughs> everyone just moves along. Yeah. Well, and it's Alex like, said, let, we gotta go. 
Yeah, but it's like, you. I mean, for one, I don't understand why they stole his keys. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> I thought that was going to, like, come in somewhere, yeah. and it never does. Yeah. But literally, it's like, okay, well, we're just going to leave the cabbie in the street dead, and we're just going to leave his car here in this alley. I'm going to steal his keys, and we are going to forget this ever happened. Yeah. <laughs> it was so absurd to me. Like, oh, okay, that got weird <laughs> in the middle of this, like, relatively straightforward movie. Yeah. Suddenly it got really weird. Um, but his brother apparently had money stashed because he was about to bail. He was going to leave the mob mm-hmm. and do something like yeah. it, we, we still don't really know at this point. <clears throat> yeah. We just know that he was being chased by someone. He died on accident. He's part of the mob. And now Alex says that he was like saving money to get out. They were mm-hmm. going to leave. Yeah. So it's like, okay, so maybe Mikhail isn't uh, as monstrous as you think at the beginning like, mm-hmm. or, you know, midway through or whatever. Yeah. It's like, oh, maybe he's not that bad of a guy. The way that she acts towards him, though, towards uh, Elaine, where mm-hmm. she's like, oh, because of all these people chasing and like gunfights and whatever yeah. and everything. And she's mad like, you didn't have to drag me into this. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you are acting like Mikhail was not literally about to do the exact same thing for you. Yeah. Like that if you guys were bailing on the mob, then you were also going to be chased. Like yeah. <laughs> even if it's not directly, like literally chasing you out of town, mm-hmm. then you know that like we have to leave. Yeah. And we have to never <laughs> come back here and make sure nobody ever sees us and all that. It's like you were mm-hmm. you were in this already. Yeah. None of this is Elaine's fault. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, don't put this on him. Yeah, seriously, it was really silly for her to be suddenly all like, "Ugh, this you is, are already here." Yeah, this is on you for <laughs> being with Mikhail. <laughs> you know, he didn't. Uh, Elaine did not drag you into this, so maybe just chill for a second. <laughs> um, and then she she had a quick line that completely threw me because it seems like it never comes up again. Because she's like, he, I forget exactly what they're talking about, but they're, you know, he needs help or she's going to do mm-hmm. something or whatever. But she makes a quick reference to the fact that she's seen this before. And I was like, yeah, what part of this? Yeah. Like, you're not you're not being yeah. specific <laughs> enough. So I'm really wondering, like, you and Mikhail have murdered a cabbie before. Yeah. Or <laughs> you've seen someone you love die but their twin show up before <laughs> um i'm not sure which part of this yeah. you've already done you've just in <clears throat> general seen someone that's like been in trouble with the mob yeah like, like i don't understand what part of this you've what, seen yeah. before or what your experience with it brings to the table because yeah. <laughs> nothing here is getting done because of what you apparently have been through before why was that line in this movie i don't understand <laughs> Um, and then that's the scene where the guys who were chasing Mikhail at the beginning go into that office and mm-hmm. they talk about FBI things. Mm-hmm. And the guy behind the desk is all like, hey, people in Washington don't like FBI agents who have been working with the Russian mob mm-hmm. saying it all out loud in their office. It's yeah. like, you guys are the FBI. Yeah. Like bugs and stuff <laughs> like yeah. you being very very laissez-faire about it that's yeah. all i'm saying <laughs> being really silly about that but that was when things started to get a bit confusing yes because that was when they mentioned the list mm-hmm. they're like in that list that mikhail has has our names on it mm-hmm. okay but what is it like a, yeah. a death list or is it literally just like 
somebody wrote at the top like people who are bad and then wrote a bunch (laughs) of names and you guys are on it like list what kind of list and they sort of just leave it at that for a bit Mm -hmm. it's like oh great that's that's great yeah thanks (laughs) yeah um so i i was writing in there i was like okay so mikhail apparently has blackmail on the fbi Mm -hmm. and put it in a bank in nice Mm -hmm. in france because he did know about his brother he didn't they don't they do you do who knows you you do you know you know um wasn't sure about that and then there is shit what oh right it's because they go to his brother's place Mm -hmm. and that because i wrote arm break followed by knockout i was like (laughs) who got that i forget yeah and it was the guy guarding Mm -hmm. his place like the russian mobster who was waiting for them yeah and so he knocked him out they go in they see that the mob uh trashed the brother's place. Mm-hmm. Uh, Elaine does some creeping on Alex, mm-hmm. like now known as her fiance's brother. Yeah. And so now it seems like he's like, well, since all the cards are on the table, <laughs> do you still want a bang? Yeah. That seems like his vibe. And then, but what I got confused about, because he sees the like newspaper clipping of uh, Elaine from Mm -hmm. like a a newspaper article from about his like military service or something or whatever they Um, they say the war they're not specific which it's so it's timeless yeah uh but like they show that and he says like oh my brother did know about me Mm -hmm. and i was like okay but how like just complete happenstance like this article Mm -hmm. was he so he was reading a newspaper from france in New York, apparently, where he's lived. Like, I, I don't understand yeah. how he got a hold of that newspaper that had his brother's picture in it completely on I, accident. I mean, that's, that's <laughs> in the, the message at the end. Is it? Yeah, that it was com- by complete chance that he came across this article. Oh, And wow. as soon as he saw the face, he knew. <laughs> that is hysterical because it's like, that's the only way. And that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. <laughs> that is so funny. Like, really? I mean, if There's he no- knew like, if, if- <sighs> that he was from France. Okay. Well, all right. Happenstance. Good to know. Yep. Uh, and this is actually the moment that I wrote about how much I hate this bald coward gangster <laughs> as Jean-Claude <laughs> beats him up with a mirror mm-hmm. and then has the hilarious uh, main character sees their reflection to see what a monster they become moment, mm-hmm. which is so funny. Like, yep. it's it's so, so, so <laughs> just straight down the barrel movie. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, oh, you got to have he's he's going too far. Yeah. Even though it's like, you're really not going far enough. This guy needs to die. Yeah. And you're just beating him up with the wrong side of the mirror. Yeah. I was like, if you're going to smash a mirror on someone, smash the mirror on them, not yeah. the back of the mirror. <laughs> what are you doing? Why are you even using the mirror as a weapon in that case? Seems so silly to me. Um. And uh, and then that's when they reveal that uh, that Yvonne isn't even the biggest bad of the or is, at least mm-hmm. isn't the biggest, the mm-hmm. highest up in the uh, in the rankings or whatever. Yeah, because he goes to see him and he talks about how Mikhail got away because they still think he's Mikhail, don't they? Yes. Yeah. So Yvonne tells Dimitri mm-hmm. like, oh, we didn't get him. And he's like, you know, they tried to shoot him or something. I forget. Yeah. He, he makes some mention 
of the right somebody makes some sort of mention of like the the danger that he was in and he's like i just wanted to talk to him bring him in right isn't that that yeah scene? yeah because uh avon says something about like oh if we just did it my way Oh, right, right, right. And it's like, your way would kill him, mm -hmm. you fucking asshole. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> so we learn that even Yvonne has someone who, like, talks down to him. Like, oh, mm -hmm. okay, so he's not even all the way at the top. Yeah. Uh, that's when they go to the escape cabin, <laughs> which is, like, I love that that's such a cliche <laughs> of, like, everyone who needs to hide out has an escape cabin, Yeah, apparently. they've got a friend they've got or an something. uncle, yeah. someone has a cabin <laughs> escape cabins are <laughs> hilarious to me uh and they go up there and that's when i started really writing like she is awful bubbly and flirty for a woman who recently found out the love of her life is dead yeah like she's just like oh hey what are you doing and yeah. oh my gosh like so many smiles like i'm not trying to be a jerk at all but like you why are you mourn. smiling so much yeah like there's been zero mourning we have been with you Mm -hmm. Like, since you found out. Well, and except for when uh, Alan. Elaine? Elaine, whatever. Alan. <laughs> uh, Dr. Alan Grant. Yes. When he just, like, peaced on her. That happens later. There's a, a little right. bit later. I have notes about it. Okay. All uh, right. All right. <laughs> yeah, but the, the end of this scene was the part that fucking, although it was so funny in terms of, like, they're trying to make this so dramatic mm -hmm. for Jean-Claude's character. And no matter what they do, I still just can't get over the fact that it's like, you you never knew him. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't even know he existed. Yeah. And this movie is trying to make it seem like it's a fucking tragedy. Mm -hmm. What has happened here? And it's like, yeah, okay, it's a bummer. I'll give it that. <laughs> but, you know, I don't know about tragedy. But at the end of the scene, like, they're talking about, like, oh, Mikhail, and he's gone, and this and that. Mm -hmm. And they're both real sad. And Alex says, we both lost something. And I wrote, but you lost a lot more, right, Alex? Yeah. Yeah. Like, didn't you care about him? Yeah. <laughs> like, because it really seems like you're like, oh, yeah, we are equally broken up about this. Me, the one who knew him, you, the one who never knew him. Yeah. Like somehow we are at the exact same level of grief about this. Or really, they're kind of swapped, honestly. Yeah. Like, she should be reacting as hard as he is. And mm -hmm. he should be the one who's like, yeah, this is kind of a bummer, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm sure it sucks. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know. I'm just all smiles. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then the FBI, though that's when the FBI agents track them to the cabin somehow. Yeah. That part seemed really underexplained to me. Followed. I mean, I guess it's just like with know. how sort of well, you know, scenarios were kind of dovetailing into each other about like this goes to this, goes to this, goes to this. Mm -hmm. That kind of felt like a okay, well the FBI needs to find them now. So yeah. when they wake up, they're just there. <laughs> and they're in the cabin and they're like, hey, we're the FBI. We're here. Like, let's get this going. You guys are actually late. You need yeah. to be awake already. We need to already be talking. Um, and, you know, they try to play like, we're good FBI agents. You know, mm -hmm. like, oh, Mikhail was working with us and we were helping him. Yeah. And so we want you to help us the way he would have helped us mm -hmm. to get this list out of the bank. We need you because you look like him and blah, blah, blah and all that shit. Yeah. And then I guess there was a little bit of like uh, nonverbal communication between Alex and Elaine mm -hmm. that I maybe missed when I was writing it down because they like 
turn the tables on the FBI agents. Yeah. Like there's a brief scuffle. There's some guns, but they eventually apprehend mm-hmm. the, the FBI agents and handcuff them and everything. <laughs> and then comes the like bathhouse scene, mm. which is oh, just this like is where he when he leaves her in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, but this this was the sequence that it was just like, oh yeah, okay, this is a movie about European gangsters. Mm-hmm. There's a bathhouse scene, of course. <laughs> oh I don't, fucking course. I don't get it I don't every get the single time. Yeah, it seems ridiculous to me. But uh, what I thought was hysterical, though, is that fucking Elaine rolls in Mm -hmm. and he takes the coward guy hostage and he drags him into the back area where Mm -hmm. Dimitri and Yvonne and everyone is hanging out. Mm -hmm. And he comes in with the fucking coward gangster as his like, you know, uh, his like hostage or whatever. And then for some reason, like Yvonne just like walks up to him and he like swaps out hostages (laughs) <laughs> and I was like, there was no fight. Why did he even go over to him? Like, it, it seemed yeah. like a ridiculously staged moment. Mm-hmm. I was like, why would Yvonne get up and walk over to the other side of the room to get held hostage by him instead of the coward gangster <laughs> who everyone hates and clearly sucks? Yeah. And I was like, why did nobody take a shot at him when that dude was his only fucking body? Yeah. Like, the, the, you know, in front of him, the thing like protecting him mm-hmm. was that dude. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that seems like the best moment for somebody to be like, and take that dude out and be like, now what do you got? Yeah. <laughs> but he he gets in and then he swaps hostages and then he sits and he has a talk with uh, uh, Dimitri, right? Mm-hmm. And he that's he does reveal that he's not Mikhail there, right? I feel like Dimitri like noticed it. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. He's like, you are not Mikhail. Who are you? Like yeah. he 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 understands it right away. Yeah. Uh, and then he, you know, explains himself. Elaine does. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was when I kind of realized, like, oh, okay. Yvonne was trying to kill Mikhail, even though his boss didn't want him to, because he was jealous. I guess that's what the deal is. Like he was, <laughs> he was not Daddy's favorite. I guess is I, what it seems like. I guess, and he wanted to take over. And, yeah, I mean, and yeah. if Mikael's around, then he can't take over. Yeah, that seems to be the deal. Uh, yeah. And then there's a big old bathhouse fight. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's just, that's actually a little bit before. Oh, no, yeah, that's when the bloody coup happens. Yes. When, when Yvonne yes. gets his guys to basically, he stabs Dimitri in the gut and mm. they shoot all the people like loyal to him. Mm-hmm. So now it's, it's Yvonne's crew. Mm-hmm. And then I was confused why uh elaine needed help getting back to france because that wind up being the thing between him and dimitri like when they sit and talk and everything and it's like oh i'm not the guy you think i am and he's actually dead mm-hmm. and it's like oh well i really liked him that sucks like yeah i'm not bad so to speak i'm not yeah. going to try to kill you or whatever yeah and then elaine was like okay but i need help from you to get back to france and i was like why just yeah. go to France. Yeah. Like you're a French citizen. I don't did you, did you not bring your real paperwork with you? Yeah. <laughs> you idiot. <laughs> like you don't have any of your actual identification on you. And I mean in that How case, are you going to get back anyway? <laughs> I, but like just grab your brother's passport again? Yeah, buy a ticket. I don't know. The only thing I could think of was like does he think that the FBI will stop him? Like does he think that Maybe. the FBI will put his him and his brother's name on a list. Maybe. So if he tries to buy a ticket, they'd get him or something. Like that would mm. be the only thing, but they don't explain it. Yeah. And so they uh there's another chase and 
Elaine winds up getting arrested mm-hmm. <laughs> because he's hanging off of the, the like elevated train tracks yeah. and whatnot. And uh, and uh, Yvonne sees him get arrested and is just kind of like, hmm. Yeah, he so looks he a little know, pissed that. Yeah, like that he can't kill him right now. But at least yeah. it seemed to me like he was kind of like, oh, I know where you're going to be. Yeah. So like, I'll get you eventually. I just can't do it now. Mm-hmm. And then when he's in jail, he gets a visit from the FBI agents who now have Alex. Mm-hmm. And they're like, OK, motherfucker, we're going to France and we're doing this now because we have the upper hand. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is what's going on. And so they fly back to France. And he's going to be helping out the FBI agents to go to the bank. Mm -hmm. He and Alex and the FBI agents are staying in a hotel room together. Mm -hmm. And then they have a creepy sex scene with a very creepy score underneath it. Mm -hmm. That was the ultimate thing to that. Like, it would have been, like, creepy just because of who they are. And, and the, the relations to each other and everything. They're in the bathroom of a suite with... <laughs> yeah, with the FBI agents on the other side of the door, essentially. Yes. Like, every every aspect about it in the movie world is creepy. Icky. And then, also, on top <laughs> of it, like, it's not even, like, sexy jazz or, like, R&B or, like, any kind of noticeable tune. Mm-hmm. It's just, like, weird, creepy score. Yeah. Like, you, did, like you could score a scene of, like, a, a serial killer putting away, like, boxes of things in their basement to that exact music, and it would fit. Mm-hmm. It was so strange. Like, <laughs> is this supposed to be hot? Because uh, it's so fucking weird. Maybe in Hong Kong? <laughs> but it was made for us, I, Americans. I know. That's what they think we want. I guess. Um, and they show up at the bank, and then I just love how like all of these ridiculous things all mm-hmm. come together at the end of the movie. It's like, okay, so these fucking FBI agents are corrupt, yeah. and they're forcing Elaine to go to this bank, posing as Mikhail, to open up his safety deposit box to get a list, mm-hmm. which they've also described as essentially like just an outline of everything the Russian mob has done. Yeah. Which I thought was hysterical. Like, I think that's how Alex described it to Elaine or something. Like, someone was like, like, essentially, he told me he has, like, just he wrote down basically everything that they did. Yeah. It was like, that uh, that also doesn't seem like proof of anything. Yeah. Like, when you see it later, you kind of tell, like, okay, there's, like, tapes Mm -hmm. and some other stuff. So we can assume that there's, like, actual evidence. Yeah. But the way it's been described to us, this whole movie, just seems like he wrote down an enemies list. Yeah. And it was like, like, what does that prove about anything? (laughs) (laughs) Who fucking cares? It was such a weird thing. But he gets there. And then in a van outside the bank, he sees Yvonne, Mm -hmm. who has also apparently flown from New York over to here. Mm -hmm. Everyone just keeps flying wherever they are. New York and France. Yeah, easy peasy. Uh, And he looks and it's Yvonne. And Yvonne has Sebastian hostage. Yes. I was terrified. Yes. For one, I thought I was like, oh, shit. Okay, so the movie just kind of starts in France. Mm -hmm. And then it goes to New York. I didn't know exactly how it was going to end up, but I was like, oh, that sucks that we don't see Sebastian anymore. Yeah. And then he shows up as a hostage, and I was like, oh, no, Sebastian, no. <laughs> um, and then they take him in so that he can go to, you know, a safe place to check out these safety deposit boxes that his mm-hmm. brother has. Yeah. I didn't know if it was, like, intel that the FBI had or something. But when he goes in and he starts getting the like the test from the guy from the bank, like we need to authenticate your, mm-hmm. you know, identity and everything, mm-hmm. and he starts asking him all the questions, and he he knows them all. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay, that's wild yeah. that he knows all of this. Like, there's 
there's nothing in there. There's no like, what was your dog when you were eight or something yeah. where there's like, oh, <laughs> fuck, I don't know. Because it was literally, it's like, what's the name on it? And it's like, Mikhail. Like, and what about the other one? Elaine. And well, then, the full, yeah, their full names, right. whatever their last names were. Yeah, and then it was like, and then uh, mother's name, and then uh, and then he starts asking some other shit, and he just knows it all. And I was like, okay, I guess he knows it all. Yeah, I don't know when he got this information. There was never a moment of him like reading a file on his brother or yeah. anything. He basically just like <laughs> talked to Alex, like she knew all of this. Yeah, <laughs> seems I... weird that he knows every single thing. <laughs> um, and then we get. The fucking hilarious sequence of Elaine going through the shit that his brother left. Mm -hmm. Um, For one, the fact that it's just like, and then this, like, there's this one that has all the, you know, mob information and this and that, whatever, like those sorts of things. Like, oh, yeah, okay. And then there's the other one with your name on it. Mm -hmm. Then when he opens it, it's literally just money and guns. Like, (laughs) oh, okay, then that's nice and and the the recorder for him to listen to the tape that's for him yes which was one of the funniest things (laughs) um i've ever seen in a movie uh (laughs) like there's just something so absolutely silly about it to me yeah about like like and not not the concept of it like i get the idea of being like hey if you're listening to this you know i'm dead and blah blah Mm -hmm. blah whatever whatever it's the fact that several times in the tape, it makes mention of the idea that they might, that he might not be dead. Yeah. Like, why would you be listening to this if you're alive? <laughs> like, why would you and your brother be listening? Like, he specifically says, I oh. hope we're listening to this together. Yeah. And I was like, why would you be? You would be telling him these things. Yeah. You. There's you no reason to listen to this tape if you're alive. You fucking idiot. Unless somehow the like mob like rips out your voice box. I don't know. Yeah, really. Just, Which would know. be so sad to be like sitting there with him and he can't talk, but the tape saying like "I hope I'm alive" and being like, oh, "Yeah, we're, yeah. we're alive." But it's just so fucking funny to me that it's like, why would you ever make a tape for both at once yeah you know what i mean like you're it's so silly to me and also i wrote (laughs) the very my very last note of the whole thing actually called back to that because i wrote that i'm honestly surprised that he didn't give him permission to bone alex on the tape you know like also if you've already fucked her that's okay (laughs) like whoo oh man all that guilt nice and gone um (laughs) but uh they, uh, you, <laughs> sorry, the next <laughs> note, the fact that he says to the like tape, essentially, that you are my only friend, <laughs> like, what? Not That's, your fiance? Yeah. Like, was there, was there a fucking a tape for Alex? Yeah, like, God, doesn't I hope seem so. like it. <laughs> seemed like he was really betting everything on yeah. <laughs> Elaine. Like, uh, it would not surprise me to find out that it was like. Actually, you know, uh, Alex thinks that he was going to take her with, but he was really just going to bail to France to be with his brother yeah. <laughs> that he loved so much somehow. Uh, so funny. And then there's, you know, the final sort of fights, another fight with the big blonde guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, this which, time in an elevator. Yeah, now they're in an elevator. And I did love that little moment with the knife. Mm-hmm. Where it's on uh, the ground, so he just like slides it backwards into his toes, like oh, that's gruesome, uh, but sort of wonderful. And then they just kind of 
punch and stab at each other until he mm-hmm. dies. That one was kind of like there wasn't like a a, a like Meow! at the yeah. end of the scene. There wasn't like a and you're dead. It was, it was like, like stab, yeah, it was stab, like I've stabbed stab, you so stab. much, and now you're slowly tiring out because the life is slipping away. Yeah, <laughs> and it's just kind of brutal. Like oh god, Yvonne gets a a line. He gets like a a one-liner mm, mm-hmm. before he kills him that doesn't make any sense. Did you <laughs> like was there an actual callback to that that I don't understand because he tells him take a number. And I was like, yeah. What? What is that referencing? I... Cuz later they go to a butcher shop. Yeah. Or they're like in the back of, you know, a butcher shop or whatever with yeah. all those like hanging pig bodies and everything. But that's long after he says this line. Yeah. And they were not going there. No. They just accidentally burst through their wall like it was made of paper mache. Thank you. Yeah, dude. The car <laughs> going through that wall, I was like, oh my God, they're going really fast straight towards that wall. And that car looks like a piece of shit. All so it the is French gonna... cars were blowing up. Yeah, they looked terrible and they exploded and they looked weak. And yeah, it like, looked like it's like if you were going that fast and you ran into a brick building that your car would just pancake. You'd be so dead. Oh, yeah. But they burst through it like paper mache. Oh, yeah. And he fights the fucking FBI <laughs> agents. And does he kill them? I forget now. He just beats the crap out of him. Well, OK. Well, uh, now I'm remembering the very end of the scene. I think he shot the smaller guy in the dick. Something like that. Because I wrote, did More he shoot me? him in the dick? Because he fell down and was just like grabbing at his groin. And it was like, did he get hit with a shot in the midst of that chainsaw fight? Yeah, that was... <laughs> and if so, did it go directly into his dick? Because that's what it looked like. And did they mean for him to get smacked in the face with half the pig while he was <laughs> kneeling there in pain? I'm going to assume that it was a happy accident. Because they absolutely added the, a sound effect for it hitting him in the face. There was, oh, fo- there was some Foley work there. And so with everybody dead or caught or whatever, mm-hmm. I was like, all right, how quickly are they going to wrap this up? And uh, like how much explaining are they going to actually do about all of this? Mm-hmm. And I thought it was fucking crazy that he gets to keep the money. Yeah. Like that seems so wild. Like it doesn't matter how good your intentions are or what a best friend your random twin is. <laughs> like you are a Russian gangster. That is Russian gangster money. It just seems crazy to me that it's just like, oh, no, yeah, you can just get to keep it. It's fine. I mean, maybe they let him keep it because he got all of the evidence over to the real good FBI. I mean, <laughs> what, and he just didn't tell them about the money part? I mean, maybe he didn't tell them about the money. Maybe they said that he could just keep it because he did so good. <laughs> it's a bonus. Yeah. I mean, th- the fact that it was, like, enough money to live, like, the rest of his life on yeah. is what seems so crazy to me that they're just like, yeah, nah. It's not like picking up a 20 on the ground yeah. or something. Yeah, he just, he just, you know. He... <laughs> lots of people, I'm just saying, lots of people died in the getting of that money. <laughs> yeah. And he gets it just because it was his brother. <laughs> like, I mean, they would. Alex gets to share in it, too. Well, right. I'm just, I, if Mikhail had died and the cops had found that, it mm-hmm. would it's gone. Oh, yeah. Because. Seized immediately. Yeah. But the fact that it was like, well, he did already bequeath it to a brother he never met. So our hands are tied. He's got to keep it. Yeah. And uh, and then I I just, I could not get over at the end of the movie that they were like full on Alex and Elaine are now a couple. Mm-hmm. Walking Go- hand in hand. Going to meet his mom. Yeah. Going to meet his mom and everything. And it just being like, how the fuck 
is that conversation going to go? The fact that it just like pans out and it's like, and the movie is over. It's like, wait a minute. Wait, I still have questions. Yeah, I mean, not just that. It's like, I want to see his mom react to what is happening. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it's like, I could see them sitting down and it being like, hey, this is Alex. She was uh, Mikhail's fiance. And, you know, his mom being like, oh, my goodness, you knew my son. Like, oh, and talking to her for a while and, like, mm-hmm. you know, getting to know what Mikhail was like and, you know, learning all about his life and everything. And then his mom slowly, like, noticing <laughs> that they're holding hands and just being like, wait a minute. No, 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 no. Like, I want to see. in my house. Yeah, like, I want to see what that reaction is because it's like, yeah, it's not, like, technically fucked up. Like, it's not like it's, like, you know, blood or... You know, anything, you know, it's not like yeah. they're related, yeah. you know, or whatnot, but it still is it's just, just like, this is so weird. It's so weird. And the and how cool she is about it makes her so weird. Yeah. Like, he doesn't get off the hook either, but her reactions to this entire ordeal, <laughs> where it's just like, you know, it, it really seems like, it's like, oh, so my fiance is dead, murdered as far as I know. Mm-hmm. I've met a twin brother I never knew about, looks just like him. Uh, now I'm just gonna live with him in France where he came from. Yeah. <laughs> uh, randomly out of nowhere into my life. And, uh, you know, I was looking for a change, so yeah. this seems like as good as any. France seems like it's far away from the Russian mob. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, like, the idea that at the beginning of the movie, it was like, oh, I need a fresh start to get away from this mob. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the movie, it's like, and I guess that fresh start is with my dead fiance's twin brother in France. <laughs> just like we all predicted. <laughs> what a bizarre fucking ending. Seriously. <laughs> and the movie, the best part about it is that the movie has zero qualms about it mm-hmm. you know what i mean it's like there is nothing in it like there's never a moment where they're like should we be doing this yeah there's no questioning it's just like yeah <laughs> but uh i think that is gonna wrap it up for uh for popcorn for dinner for this week this is jeff and kelly i could find a penguin in a sandstorm 